Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the climax of part one of our One Piece book club. We are wrapping up the first half of One Piece. We are almost, well, we're actually almost 600 chapters in. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, LJ90, Justin. And with me, I have my esteemed guest. My, <laughs> I can even get through this today. They, they, I, I know what's coming. We're talking about Marineford. We have she who is always mindful. She who wants you to better yourself. She who wants the best version of yourself. Seeker Chasing Lux Asia, how are you doing today? I am here to cuss you out, Justin. <laughs> that we are gathered here today, being wit and solidarity to beat your ass. Okay. In Jesus' name, here. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Okay. Hi, hi, everybody. We we finna jump, Justin. Y'all finna listen. Okay. And her partner in jumping me today. <laughs> your study buddy and mine, keeping you on task, giving you a proper serene environment to do so, to stay focused. Wait, how's it going, sis? Hey, y'all. <laughs> y'all got it today. I'm not here for this shit today. <laughs> so, I've it has been said that I'm a bad friend because I knew you would cry over the going merry, and I did this anyways. And then I said I was a bad friend because I knew what happened in this arc. I don't have to do a spoiler alert because you're reading along with us. We all, I knew Ace was going to die. Mm. I knew it was going to hurt. I cried reading it again, by the way. Like that, that, the spread of his death and him lamenting his death and lamenting his mistakes. And then just that panel of him crying, thank you for loving me. And then the chapter ends with just Luffy just done. I was like, yo, that art, that is art, that is art. Um, And I cried again. But I haven't said I was a bad friend because I knew that was coming. I'll own that. I'll be that. I'll be the bad guy. We are here to talk about Marineford, the climax of part one of One Piece. Yes, this is part one of One Piece. Marineford, at the time of its release, was probably the most ambitious undertaking any of the big three Nardo Bleach One Piece had under like had taken at that time. Right, like I want to say Marineford was happening when Pain was about to attack Konoha and it was happening right when Ichigo was fighting Okiura. Oh, my oh God. dang, these so all, everybody was ha- just... Right. Yeah, like these were all happening in tandem? And what is oh, the that- point when Pain turned out to be? Uh, <laughs> but the, the lead up to Pain, though. The lead the up lead- to Pain? But that's that, why like to was, experience the lead up and this at the same time like no y'all got me yeah messed up. i would have not been able to do it no. so in a way i'm very very grateful yes because i was definitely into bleach and naruto but if if this was going on one i would have stopped reading and watching the other two things expeditiously and then promptly after reading would have stopped reading this as well Yes, actually, this might have been. I would have thrown. I would have thrown in the tile. Thrown it. Literally, what kills me is that I'm invested at this point, right? So I can't just drop it, but I want to drop it. Justin, go ahead and put the little bleep bleeps up and bleep out my words for the people that don't want to spoil for another show. But for bleep bleep Gurren Lagann, episode eight, when Kamina dies, I literally dropped the show. I looked at it and I said, what episode are we on? It was, we weren't even at the halfway point. I said, y'all got me fucked up. There's no way I'm going to sit here and watch the rest of this knowing he's dead. No, I refused. I refused. And I dropped the show. Had One Piece done this shit, 
couple arcs ago, I, I might have dropped it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I, like, you I'm literally could have killed off anybody else. Maybe not. Like, you can't kill off Luffy. I'll be sad. Yeah, but you like, could have killed off Robin. You could have uh, killed off. I'm 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 upset a lot of people. You could have killed off Robin. You could have killed off Frankie. You could have killed you could have killed off a whole bunch of people. You could even killed off Brooks. Find some way to get his little soul back. He made disappear, shoo away. I would not have cared. You killed one of the few people in this show I actually care about. Yeah. And then to have the audacity to talk about some, yeah, okay, so anyway, two years later, bitch, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was only prepared to let Whitebeard die, and I didn't even want to see that because we didn't even get to see him in action. Yeah. This no. is the first time we actually get to see him perform, and motherfuckers came out here cracking the air. That shit was cool. So, in our little group chat, when they started reading this, I just sent them a video of National Geographic. The doc, this guy, this size model just was like, the scary thing about earthquakes is, you know, one second you're here, the next second your city is gone. I'm mad that now with context, it did even more. Like, here's the scary thing about Whitebeard. That was Whitebeard in the process of dying. Like, that wasn't even Whitebeard at his peak. This is old, washed up Whitebeard. Still putting in work. Still. Well, not now. He well, in a great. Yeah. Well, he damn. Did. All right. Let's... <laughs> he did. It too. I... And there's no illusion of anyone coming back. And I think that's what really, really hurt me about yes. um, watching that like death play out. Because as soon as he started... I'm like, okay, I get it. They was talking shit about your daddy. Okay, all our daddy's trash. Like, why are you getting in your feelings? I get it. When you say your daddy trash, very, very different from somebody else telling you your daddy trash. But point remains, he trash, baby. Like, why is that the hill quite literally for you to die on? <laughs> quite literally. Like, and it's Ace's fatal flaw. And I appreciate that he doesn't this war isn't enough for him to correct his flaw this is why he went after blackbeard white we find out in his flashback whitebeard told ace nah those aren't the problems you want you should really let this one go and ace is physically unable to let things go so he goes after blackbeard and gets captured Akainu, fun fact remember in robin's flashback the admiral or the vice admiral that shot the boat that might have had people on it yes that's akainu oh. yeah he ain't shit i'm and ready for yeah. his death i cannot i hope it's crocodile i hope it's crocodile to get him okay i'm gonna be honest here's my unpopular like having read the series now for as long as i have and seeing the world oda has built i understand he made the right call uh -uh, oh no, no 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 he didn't make the right call i understand why a man like that exists oh, okay yeah he's not He's not corrupt in the way Morgan was corrupt, right? Like, Morgan was just a Marine because he wanted the power of the prestige. He's your typical cop that likes right. beating up on people. Akainu's a true believer of this shit. He truly believes, no, we have to kill them all. If we kill them all, then we have justice. In this world where monsters like Whitebeard and Blackbeard exist, I understand how that person can also exist. I also understand why the government would employ that person. 
But time out, like, they have more important things to worry about, like, dragons, you know? Yes. And, and that's why, for me, a lot of what was going on, it was really stressful, but it was so stressful in knowing that, like, yo, this ain't even y'all whole night. Like, this ain't even, like, the whole shit that's going on. Like, this is just one point of conflict. Exactly. Yes. That everybody was willing to scrap over, but there are such larger things happening. Much like, larger. And it's take two so steps hard. backward and you tug at that curtain for the world government. This gets so much more ridiculous and so much broader. So it's just. I, and what I had kills an me is like he was reading it. Like, like I was just like they don't even know what they don't know. Like this is that's the thing unknown. they don't know what they don't know. And the things that they they wanted to get rid of him for, he was holding shit down for them that they didn't even realize didn't he was holding know. shit oh. down. Or oh. they did know that they were holding shit down and they just didn't care because they wanted to get rid of him. Look. Well, I feel like the scope of what he was holding down, no one's really going to understand until that is too large. Opens, yeah. When, now when, there's going to be a vacuum. Now what? When when he when he died, like that's just like killing off a mafia head and being like, we got rid of the bad guy, bitch. That bad guy had territories everywhere that people knew not to fuck with because he owned it. And now that he's gone, that's up for grabs. And he was probably you're just going to have more issues. Yeah, he was probably the nice one. You pulled the Jenga box, the Jenga block from beneath the whole tower and said, we fixed it. Bit is it's broken. It's broken. <laughs> Mission broken. accomplished. Got the, the George W. Bush flag behind him. Mission accomplished. <laughs> we did it, guy. We did we it, did it y'all. We got him. We got him. Did we? Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't uh uh. I don't oh. I don't like it. I don't want it. I have to say, like, I'm anxious in advance for future reading because honestly, the only happiness I got from this chapter was right after they died and it was televised and everyone cheered. And then three pages later, their homes were getting raided by yes. pirates. And I was like, that's what y'all fucking get. That's what y'all yeah. get for up here cheering for white beard and ace to die. That's what y'all I hope they ran through all of y'all shit. <laughs> I hope um, they took everything. I hope no. you ain't got no shoes left. Like, I'm really, I was so, that was the most satisfying. Yes. Like, was. that was the only satisfaction I got out of this entire arc. Sometimes crime is for good. Hey, sometimes I understand. Uh, all right, I'm going to do one fun, or one other fun fact before we get into the war proper. When they're doing After Whitebeard Dies and we're checking in on all the supernovas in the new world, Eustace Kid runs up on these group of pirates that are trying to leave. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Did you catch what they said? He said, look, we're not even trying to mess with you. Take us back to paradise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When they, were trying to get back, they were trying to get back to the Grand Line and mm -hmm. get out of there. And he when, said, y'all knew what it was when you rolled up here. You shouldn't have come if you weren't ready to throw hands. Uh, right. To quote the prophet Andre Benjamin, don't pull the thing out unless you plan to bang. That's period. Exactly. But when Luffy recruited Sanji and Sanji said the Grand Line was the graveyard of dreams and he said, that's not what the old man told me. The old man called the Grand Line paradise. Paradise, yeah. Zeph has been to the new world. Honestly, wait, do we know who he was rolling with? It doesn't say, he, didn't, he never said, right? He just said he had his own crew, but Zeph yeah, made it to the new, crew. he made it like, to the it, new world. And thinking about it, in the, in the grand scheme, right, thinking about his age, 
thinking about what his role is because every every crew right everybody's got a role right they got their cook they got their doctor blah 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 whose crew was he the cook of that's what i really want to know he was the captain of a crew and he would have been in the new world shortly after roger was executed Hmm. So he would have been running around in the new world with Kaido and Big Mom. And Whitebeard. Something to think about for the future. Yes. You know when he don't be giving us a straight answer. You right. Um, all right. Let's talk about the war. <laughs> I first want to touch on the scale of the war. It, For the most part, it, it's, it's a contained conflict in one central area. And I think that that helps. Because it's not spread across an entire village. It's one execution block. So it's easy to keep track of everything that's happening. And so much happens. We don't even see Luffy until 20 chapters in. Like, it's just Whitebeard and the Marines. We weren't even worried about him. We met so many new people. And lost so many new people at the same time. That, That was so salty. I was like... Oh, who are all these new people? God, God, God. And I'm like, damn, they was kind of cool looking. I just saw you. How'd you already die? I, I love, though, Mihawk sees Whitebeard and he says, okay, let me see what the distance between us is. Correct. And Whitebeard <laughs> smacks that shit to the ground and says, you know what, you're right. <laughs> I ain't even gonna hold you. You got so that, smart. Chief. I love how, like, off, not even off, off putting, but like, the 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 warlords are just not here for it. They're just like we just here for real, for real. We got called. I I don't even want to be here. The only person that really wants to be there is Don Flamingo, but he's on some other type of shit. Yeah, some, he time. is on something, can, and can he we... just wanted to see that. He just wanted to see the world burn. I was telling Justin that he reminded me of Datara. He he, he carries yes. that energy. That data like, energy. I, so I I exist in the chaos. Like yeah, exactly. No at all. Let, but let, that, exactly. Was the, that was the cool thing about seeing the warlords there, though, to see them there and also to see them like really dwarfed. And I was saying this before we started recording because Hancock is there, Mihawk is there, Doflamingo is there, Moria, Kuma, all of these people that we see as like this high tier power. And then they kind of just all get like dwarfed, like very quickly. And you see them like taking the measures of, yeah, um, I'm gonna go over here because <laughs> I'm not trying to get caught up. Like, nah, you're not about to give me no seismic strike, sir. I'm gonna move. I'll move. You got it. So it was really interesting to see that very, very clear power scale because a lot of the times what we're accustomed to seeing is characters whose personal power scale gets moved all around to match the situation mm-hmm. whereas i feel like within one piece it's it's not so rigid that there isn't room for growth but it is very set in the fact that the characters themselves are very self-aware like people aren't doing ridiculous things like even mihawk is like uh is that white beard okay <laughs> like you know <laughs> Like, there are moments where they all recognize each other on the battlefield, and there is that mutual respect there. There is that, like, 
oh shit, this is not going to be some easy fight to walk away from. It's that acknowledgement of like, oh no, this is, it's war for real. And all of that gets established way before we see Luffy, like way before. But the other thing is though, yes, they have such like awareness of each other, but you could tell based on just Mihawk's reaction some of these people have never even been in contact before he didn't know the difference between him and whitebeard until he found out and he was like oh they built like that over there (laughs) i know all that yeah you know what i mean so it's yeah yeah so it's like yes they're they're aware like oh these are those people from over there like that's all they know they're like oh they're from over there but they don't actually realize until they come into contact, yeah. just how big of a gap Fighting there contact, is. Yeah, yeah. Which, which, which again, brings the question of why did you bring these issues here if the people you have don't even understand if they're equipped to deal with this or not? Like literally, y'all are the only. And what killed the the old five old grandpas? They not even out there. Y'all just sent them out there on a suicide mission, basically, mm-hmm. and said, if y'all can figure it out, great. Better figure that we're shit just out. Gonna say, we're, we're just going to hope that y'all can figure that shit out because yeah. this is all we have. But again, it took that much manpower to deal with one crew and a couple of their friends, to- which a lot of their friends bailed or showed up late. It took the entire fighting force of the Marines to deal with one emperor of the sea. Yeah. And they lost one. half of their staff. They're up here trying to promote people right now, talking about some Ayo, so we just got a uh, we just got a uh, position opening for uh Warlord, uh for all, Admiral. Um would anyone like to step up? Raise I your am, hand. I am tendering my resignation on the spot. <laughs> like, like no, sir. Like I am not volunteering to be anybody's manager at this time. I do not want to take the escalated call. I'm I'm going back to the boat. I'm away for y'all on the boat. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm not want, interested. I do want to get to uh, to Do Flamingo because you brought up Do Flamingo and he has one of my favorite quotes in this entire arc, and it it just gets better and better as the series goes on. Children who have never known war have different values than children who have never known peace. Peace, yeah. facts. Justice will when prevail. When they showed that clip, he said, "Justice will prevail. Of course it will. Whichever side wins will be justice." Mm-hmm. Doflamingo gets it, y'all. He and knew. like j- that line of children having different values, like yo, if you if all you've ever known is a cushy lifestyle and you don't know what it's like here in these streets, oh yeah, you have a different value system. And they showed those two panels of the kids, and it was mm-hmm. only that one. It wasn't even a whole page. It was literally a sliver at the top of that page of those two the two different lifestyles that he was talking about and it's like these are things that are going on right as they're fi- literally mm-hmm. as they're fighting these these worlds were of people that don't even understand what's going on right now and it just magnified what he said even more because it's like these people really don't even know they just don't know yeah they're oblivious to the actual power struggles that happen within the world like those right who know are there and those who don't know are literally in bliss but it makes me wonder about his motivations a lot and that's why from the time we met him he's been an interesting character to me i'm very very interested in what his like long term like motivations are Mm. because he seems to show up at very very key points he has some slick shit to say and for the most part he doesn't get into any shit 
Yeah. You know, he's very much like, I'm here to observe and I'm here to take it all in. Mm -hmm. But it's going to be very, very interesting to see like where he ends up and what his relationship is with the warlords and with, you know, the crew, like as we move forward. Because he's one of those characters. I don't, I don't know why. Got him, a, got him a, in all four of these eyes right now. Well, one, I his, feel like his design well, is just incredible. Like, his, yes, just his character cool. design is yeah. top notch. I love the coat. I love the shades. I love the fact that he's literally bigger than everybody. And just his overall demeanor is very eye catching. And then the things he says and the things he does are also very eye catching. Like, at the end of the war, he pulls up on Mori and says, Yeah, you're being forcibly retired from the warlords. Like, sir. Which, again, I get it. Jinbei showed up and just threw some water at oh, him and said, and said, yeah, okay. I mean, what's up? I could do this all day. I have a feeling. Because, again, <clears throat> he carries that same energy of, I'm going to do what's beneficial for me. And if it lines with up what you want to do, that's great for you. But that doesn't mean anything to me. He has that same energy as Crocodile, right? I already yeah. said I wish Crocodile. Who did I say? Crocodile and Smoker. Crocodile. Yeah. yeah, Crocodile and Smoker. Crocodile plus Smoker plus Doflamingo could be an issue. But I would be world. here for it. I would be here for it. If they could be squad, they could get shit done. They could, but it's they could get shit done. Get done is the issue. <laughs> but exactly, what would get done, and how would we get done? Would well, be remember, Doflamingo pulls up on Crocodile and says, "Hey, we could team up." He literally did in the middle yeah, of the fight. In the middle of the fight, was like, "Hey, yo, so you wanna, you, you wanna just tag team with me real quick? We can, we can handle this real quick." Uh, the other thing you brought up about the power, like the power scaling within the context of the series how it is very consistent. When Luffy does show up, it is clear he is out of his league. He's a child. Yeah. This is the first time I felt like, oh, this is a little kid. Like, yeah, That's exactly what this felt like. Mm -hmm. This felt like an adult war and Luffy was, he got brought along because your mom told you to bring your little brother with you. Mm -hmm. Like, damn, you shouldn't be here. This is dangerous. Like, when Luffy you know what tries, I mean? When he tries to fight Mihawk and Mihawk's literally like, dude, I don't want to fight you. You're my man's friend. I am clearly out of your league. I don't want to do this, man. <laughs> Speaking of, I don't want to do this. Have Watching Luffy's grandpa have to get help. He literally was like, if y'all don't hold me back, I'm literally going to kill him. That that I think that scene broke me probably oh, after, the most. After Akainu uh, the, kills Ace. Yes. And then right. the the fleet admiral of the Navy has to hold down Garp. And Garp says, hold me down because I'm going to murder Sakazuki. He doesn't call him by his title. He calls him by his government name. I'm going to murder that man. That that scene is prop that broke me probably the most right behind seeing Luffy break. Like seeing yeah. Luffy break, that just that was the worst. But his grandpa right after was a very, very close second. Well, Garp has he a very Oh no, I was gonna say because he can't he physically cannot do anything. And he's been like this since jump. Like even before they were born, he was like, Look, I I work for the Navy. Like I can't just protect you. 
and he's like, all right, that's cool, but you know, just watch after my kid. And he's like, bro, I really can't do that, but he did it anyway. So even in this situation, it's like, these are the kids that he, 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 he just can't, I, I just, I can't, I can't. What, what did, what did Sengoku say? You're still a father. Like he, he didn't hold it against him. He said, you're still a father. I get it. And like Garb's whole arc within this little war was very interesting to me. He goes from sitting with Ace being like, yo, if they're going to kill you, I want to be sitting with you when they kill you. I want, I want to be with you at your last moments. Then Luffy shows up and he says, all right, Luffy, if you want to do that, this is what it means to be a pirate. And he can't bring himself to hit Luffy. Like he has all those flashbacks of Luffy as a kid. And Luffy's like, I'm going to save my brother. And Garp can't bring himself to hit his son. Like, or his grandson, rather. Like, I also do feel like Luffy throughout the whole war, the way they use, the way Oda uses him as sort of like a rallying point, not because he's strong, but because everybody admires his determination. Yes. Oh my gosh. When, when Whitebeard was, when he like backed everybody up and was like, yo, everybody back Luffy up. Like whatever he needs to do, make sure you watch after him. And, um, oh dude was like, bro, do you realize he's testing you right now? Like he's trying to see if you can be the new face of. Yeah. He's, he's seeing if Luffy is ready to inherit the next generation because Shanks, yes. he, when he talked like, to Shanks, that is so, and he didn't even have the time to like process what was actually going on. Cause yeah. he was so concentrated on good, on getting ace back, but everybody around him was like, Oh shit. Like, like Whitebeard's yeah, serious about this. Like we get actually got to watch this kid. Yeah, like this if Whitebeard's talking, like, I guess we're going to have to listen. Yeah. And, and it goes back to the conversation Shanks had with Whitebeard. He recognized Shanks' hat. He said, oh, you're the kid that Shanks told me about. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, you're just a little snot-nosed kid, whatever. Then he sees him like, oh, no, this kid's got heart. He's got more heart than he does sense, but he's got heart. Yo, this could work. And then they save Ace. They get Ace. Kizaru shoots the key. I was like, oh, are you fucking... Like, reading this week to week, he shoots the key. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Then they do the wax fruit. They break him out. It's that beautiful spread. Ace and Luffy get to fight back to back. I was like, yo, we did Uh, it. We did it. uh, We did do it, though. It should have ended there. Really good. Yeah, listen. That's how I knew it wasn't going to end well. I was like, we're getting too many things that make us happy. Well, I, no, I, thought, I thought it was just going to end with Whitebeard dying. Exactly. Yeah, I, exactly. I thought, I thought Whitebeard yeah. was going to hold the line like Gandalf and die. And Incorrect. Die. You shall not Wrong. pass. Wrong. But then there was another not pass in the background. Yeah. Why I, did I, I first, too? He didn't even die after. Whitebeard had to watch his son die. Yo. That hurts more. It do. It do. But it also puts into perspective, like, this is what's on the line for the fight. That's yes. true. This is specifically the choice that you made, and this is the reason why you're putting your faith into who you're putting your faith into for the next, you know, movement of this forward. So I feel like it was very, very important, too, for not just the people there but for us to see that because you understand the gravity of the decisions that he made it's like yeah i'm i'm willing to die but i also know that i could lose just about everyone 
that's important to me, but on GP, I'm writing it out because this is what this is what needs to be done in that moment. And we haven't seen a lot of Whitebeard, but we understand a lot about his character and the type of person he was based on that. Like, I think that's true because, like, we always hear the, them say, like, don't go into a fight unless you're ready to die. Like, don't be afraid when you're in this fight. And, like, it's fine and dandy because, like, nobody's died so far. So it's just like, oh, they're just being brave. They're just saying, like, no, these are not just words. Like, you need to be ready for death every step of the way. When we talk about Luffy's the show. I'm not, I'm not reading it anymore. I don't care. Wait. Y'all can have it. Not I, just, I sat there and tried to watch this after oh like, no my, my my no justin my friends literally had just gotten to this part after i finished they're like oh we're watching the end of the war tomorrow and i was like okay i'll come watch with y'all i guess my heart is still broken maybe this will help me mend Incorrect. it a little bit it didn't no, i couldn't even get to the death i literally got, it was leading up to it and i was like y'all got this shit i'm not watching this i can't i can't i can't do it twice i'm sorry i refuse to do it twice and i had just i literally had just watched Gurren Lagann like days before I read these chapters and I dropped it because I was like y'all got me fucked up so the, what I appreciate about just thematically about these last three arcs it's about failure mm-hmm. Luffy fails to save his crew at Saba Odi he fails to get Ace out of Impel down and he fails to save Ace from execution it is all about yeah. failure and and seeing failure, like you said, we see the stakes here. Zoro said, yo, we're not just playing pirate here. This is what's on the line. Getting back to just getting to know Whitebeard. If Whitebeard was the main character of this show, for him, the treasure is the friends and family we made along the way. Mm. And that ending for him would have been earned because that's what he places his value in. Right. We know he knows about One Piece. We know Roger told him about the One Piece. He just doesn't care about that. He just wants to have a place where his family can be free. Which sounds real familiar to who do we else know? The parallels between him and Luffy are, I just, I can't. And even their connect, their mutual connection to Ace. Like, if we want to look at the bigger picture, right? We, we zoom out maybe 30 years from now, 40 years from now. Luffy's going to be like that white beard figure. Yeah. That figure of this is my family. These are my friends. I rather die for my friends. And we're out here doing hood rat shit, having a good ass time. Okay. But then he goes in knowing somebody got captured, knowing he has to go get them back, but he might not. He doesn't care. And he goes in anyway. Mm -hmm. And I don't like that because why did Whitebeard even find the treasure? No, but he let everybody know before he died. Bet y'all it's still out there. Even though I'm gone, y'all should still look and go find it. And he did the same thing Roger did, which was spark that excitement in everybody talking about some let's go get the one piece. I want to And I the- feel like that is literally how Luffy's gonna go out. They're not gonna keep him alive. After reading this shit, there's no fucking way. There's no way he's gonna be alive at the end of this series. I don't believe it. Okay. When we're done recording, I'll tell you the straw hat who I think is going to die. I do think we're losing a straw hat before this is over. And Oda's already told us the straw hat that's going to die. He did? There is one character in the series who has accurately predicted everything that has happened so far. One character. This character also predicts his own death. 
Ooh. Yeah, but see, if he does that, I will literally drop the show. I will I will write the angry letters that the fans write. I will write them. But this is injustice because he's actually the person in charge of this shit. I will write the letter. He better not. All right. I want to read the quote. He better not. Justin, he better not. Every, he better not Everything do that it. he has said has come to pass so far. Literally I don't care. everything. I don't care. He better not fucking do it. The only other person I care about more than Ace is him. And he better fucking not. Even if I die surrounded by thousands of enemies, I will die Justin. knowing that I'm a brave warrior of the sea. He told Justin. you how he's going to die. He told Justin. you. I'm just, I'm just saying. I rebuke it in the name of <laughs> In the name of the, the whole name series? above all other names. Don't. I'm, I'm just dare. saying. He told you. Don't you no. dare. I don't care what he said. All right, Keep when Whitebeard out. died, this, this, this is my favorite quote of the whole saga. Even in death, with half his face gone, he would never fall. By the way, he gets he gets half of his face punched off by molten magma and keeps going. Yeah, not even flinch. He didn't ate, even flinch. Got half a face. And then he punched Akahiru in his chest, and then set an earthquake off <laughs> in his chest. <laughs> And it's crazy because, like, when that happens, it's not just the reader going, damn, he lost half his face and punched him. Everyone around is like, yo, did he just lose half his face? Yeah. <laughs> He's still fighting? Like, everyone reacts. I love it because, like, the reactions are so – they're realistic and gen – I think that's what pulls – is so, is so like, magnetizing to this arc is that the people in the world are responding the same way the readers are responding. Yes. So it's like you're, the, the feelings you're feeling are correct. Because the people around you are also feeling that. Right. He will forever be remembered as a monster for the way he destroyed his enemies that day. In this battle alone, he suffered 267 sword wounds, was struck by 152 bullets, and 46 cannon blasts. And yet, neither that mighty body nor his pirate's pride suffered one wound, uh, suffered even one coward's wound. He had no scars on his back. Because what did Zoro say back in chapter 40-something? Yes, I don't know. Wounds on a swordsman's back, or wounds on the back are a swordsman's shame. Shame. Yeah. I don't want that, it, you guys. Because that, that, that was when I he was fighting away. Mihawk. Exactly. Yeah, I don't. Yo, but okay, let's talk, about how White, let's talk about how Whitebeard died. Remember when y'all were asking what Blackbeard's plan was? And I told you it's actually yeah. a very brilliant plan. Mm-hmm. Step like one. Him. He's he's crazy. He is. Step one. Become a warlord of the sea by capturing Luffy. Oh, change that. Become a warlord of the sea by capturing Portgas D Ace. Step two. Gain access to Impel Down. As a warlord, I can just walk in whenever I want. Step three. Release all of the prisoners from the worst level of Impel Down and have them join my crew. Step four. Kill Whitebeard. Step five, take Whitebeard's devil fruit. Step six, profit. Listen, and he is about to profit. The man has no, two he's devil on some other shit. What's he crazy, is. what's crazy, right? Is that he he only became a warlord to get into the to get into the prison. He was yes. like after, literally as soon as he showed up at the war and he was they were like, Oh, aren't you a warlord? He was like, Bitch, I only did that so I could get my homies out. I don't need that anymore. I don't want to be a warlord anyway. And literally let floated down his letter of res resignation as he was driving away. 
Okay. And the thing about him is, though, like, I can't be mad at an effective plan. It's it, it so really effective. Well. It went really it well. Was, he did what he said he was going to do. You can't be mad at somebody who says, I'm going to do this, shows up, does this, and leaves. What are you going to be mad at? He told they said Ace. they were going to do that. He told Ace, look, I have a plan to be king of the pirates. It's yeah. a pretty damn only, good plan. Not, not not only that, he literally sat there and told, oh, the odd fucking Dassey. This made me not like him a little bit, but he literally looked at Luffy and said, honestly, you should be happy that Ace is up there because if he hadn't been, you would be dead right now. My plan was to get you. So honestly, you should be thanking him. I'm going to be thing that is, person. When, I'm not going to lie. Had I had the opportunity to pick Luffy or Ace, I would have picked an Ace. I'm yeah, I'm sorry, y'all, but I would have chose Ace. Ace would have been more important to me to keep yeah, alive. Yeah, it was more connected. There, there would have been a guarantee that Whitebeard would have came for him. But yes, Luffy, there would have been a guarantee that Ace would have come, which would have only then prompted Whitebeard to maybe come. But he didn't even exactly. do that when Ace went to go get Blackbeard by himself. <laughs> I think Whitebeard was hoping Ace would calm down and come home. Mm -hmm. he incorrect knew damn well. sir <laughs> he knew right. damn well he know, knew his adopted son was gonna do no right. well so the but, you, you're bringing up adopted son we learn Ace's true parentage he's Gold Roger's son son yeah and again a lesser show would have had that meant that Luffy is Gold Roger's son and Luffy says oh no that's my like we're not blood brothers we're just brothers mm -hmm. and oh, speaking of brothers Oh, <laughs> we're, we're going to talk years. about. Oh, yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we learn Ace's Gold Roger's son and the Navy wanted to kill him to sort of kill off Roger's era. And then Whitebeard says, no, one piece is real and starts the era up all over again. Um, everyone's dying. Oh, Kobe gets to fight Luffy. That was fun. Kobe versus Luffy. Nonsense. He needed to sit down. That's why he got sat yeah. down. I was just like, all right. Luffy I mean, literally came up and said, go to sleep. I'm not even entertaining <laughs> you right now. <laughs> he, he didn't even talk to him. Kobe literally said, you're going to have to fight me. Before he could even finish the sentence. Yeah, Luffy is, on the not, he is in yeah, a forward motion. Okay. What it what, was a new law? A mo, uh, uh, object, object in motion, motion stays, stays in motion. In motion. <laughs> <laughs> literally, that was Luffy. What I love he about that. He was not that, here to play the games. It's not even a full page. It's like a panel. It, yeah. He it sleeps was the, in a panel and just keeps moving. Yeah. And now what? Kobe out on the ground. Sleep. Well, <laughs> we also... Kobe awakens his powers. Kobe seems to have I mean, the same yeah, hockey the powers talk, talk no jutsu. Mm -hmm. that uh, Luffy has. And Luffy's conquerors hockey starting to flare up now. But Kobe starts hearing everybody dying. Like, he's got the mantra power that Enel has. Like, no, I, I hear everybody dying around me. And what I like about that is he gives his speech about, yo, we should stop, stop the senseless fighting. We accomplished what we wanted to do. We can still save lives. All we're doing is just engaging in senseless conflict. A lesser show would have had that stop the war. Akainu looks at Kobe and says, you cost me three seconds that I could have spent killing pirates. Period. And then starts to kill. And he's like, and now I'm going to kill you. <laughs> But if you, if you think about it, again, in the grander scheme, the five grandpas literally sent them out on an almost suicide mission. 
they yeah. knew there was a chance that they weren't going to come back. Yeah, because they know what they're up against. So it's he's like, he's honestly, Kobe really was wasting his time. He was like, <laughs> listen, bitch, we could all die here. Now you can get out of my way so that I could possibly not die. You want to die? You can go ahead and do that over there. Because honestly, it's going to be a whole bunch of people here that don't go home. Akaina yeah. said, I have come to kill pirates and chew bubble gum. I did not bring any bubble gum. I don't even know what bubble gum is, to be honest. I just heard the quote. But what what the speech does allow for, it bought precious time for Shanks to show up. Yes. Which, where was this nigga at? I hollered, though, when I saw him on the screen. Well, so... Hollered, but at the same time, I was like, "Bitch, where you been at?" You're late. But then apparently, apparently, he'd been off doing some. I guess it was important, whatever. But well, bitch, so, where you been at? In the background, in Impel Down, when Marineford starts, they tell you Shanks is fighting Kaido. Yeah, okay, I don't care, Kaido, Kaido. Who? Oh, okay, you, okay, you no. You should have been at the war. Okay, no, we're f- no. When you see Kaido, you'll understand. You will understand when you see Kaido. Kaido's a problem. You'll understand. I got spoiled, so I hear. I got spoiled on Kaido. Kaido's a problem. L- listen. All right. We'll we'll talk when this recording's over. But listen, I knew I knew Shanks was bad. He said, like, okay, hold off another emperor on his own. Cool. Then I met Kaido. I was like, oh, no, Shanks is that nigga. And we need to put some respect on his name. Yeah. Wit, all I'll say is this. His, his like, title name is Kaido of the Beast. Oh. The world's yeah. strongest creature, Kaido, Commodore right, listen, of the Beast Pirates. I get Pirates. it, whatever. I'm just saying, at the time, I was salty because I was like, "Nigga, where you been at?" Not only that, okay, all the all the other pirates that were minding their business on the slave island, okay, that were watching the show, and then the, the feed cuts out, and they're like, "Oh no, I want to go see this. Hold up, let me go see for myself." Since they want to cut out the video, and they all left took their time sailing to this place why y'all take so long to get there had y'all shown up a little bit sooner like i get it whatever come like there's issues might have been traffic on the sea i don't fucking know but y'all took too long to get there i love law being there just because he was nosy he was like i just want to see what's gonna happen but y'all niggas literally all of them that left the island they were holding there because they were nosy and the feed cut out if the feed hadn't cut out they would have stayed there and watched from a distance also i love buggy this whole arc, Buggy has just been hilarious. He's yes. so great. He's been holding it down too, you know. Shake shows up. He's like, "What? There's no truck, man. Fuck you, Shakes." All the people. He's talking to Shanks like that. <laughs> Knowing what I know now, Buggy Shakes could kill you and not like you would be dead, dead, dead. First of all, yeah. And everybody else realizes that, but he don't care because he's like, "That's my homie." We was. What what is what what would what did she say? He been down since the jellies and the bows. Okay, that's that's literally buggy with Shanks. Actually, yes, on Gold Roger on Gold Roger ship. So I also love Mihawk versus Buggy, where he tries to cut Buggy and he can't cut Buggy. Oh yeah! When I saw that, I was like, damn, that's actually a really good matchup because like, yeah. there's he he can prove his power quote-unquote prove his power just by looking like he did something against Mihawk. Well, he did, because everyone was like, yo, Buggy, let's let's run down Buggy's resume for the war. Whitebeard says, hey, Buggy, help me out. Oh, my gosh, an emperor of the sea asked you for help. Threatened (laughs) red-haired Shanks. Oh, my God, he threatened red-haired Shanks. Mm -hmm. Survived conflicts with Mihawk and the war itself. Oh, my God, you survived a conflict with the world's greatest swordsman? 
He's got a he's got a pretty impressive resume. Yeah, they're gonna have to up that bounty, goddamn. Or but that's freeze the thing. it. He didn't want that. He didn't want that. He he was so no. They're gonna freeze it because they're gonna make him a warlord. They don't have a fucking choice. There are very few people left out that they can somehow bribe. What can Buggy be bribed with the most treasure, yeah. or the opportunity or to safety. acquire treasure? Or that safety. Is all he wants. <laughs> safety too. But literally all he was in the middle of Impel Down, and he was like, "Bruh, I got a treasure map." Maybe for you. And he said, say less. <laughs> I'm like, come on, you ain't say nothing about no treasure. Hold on. I, I, I didn't know it was treasure it. involved. I like, love... he's a true pirate. And I love that about him. He never changes. Yes. His whole get down is, I'm just trying to get paid. I'm trying to get this cheese, this cheddar. I'm just trying to collect this check and not in a nine to five. I'll do it if you got a treasure map, though. But, but Shank shows up and says, yo, the war is over. But if you want to fight, we can we fight. Can. Yeah, that ain't no problem. And then everyone, Mihawk says, hey, man, you told me to fight Whitebeard. You didn't tell me to fight him. Nothing about no shit. <laughs> <laughs> he really did. He said, look, he said, I, I fulfilled it. This was not on the itinerary. The itinerary says Whitebeard, possible ace, go home. I don't see Shanks on this list. <laughs> he said, uh, it's five o'clock. I'm out. Uh, I will be clocking out. <laughs> You you don't want to put in no overtime? I'm good actually. I'm good, love. No, I'm good. I'm good. You know we're just gonna go home. Um, I do like that home. he sees Luffy and he says, "Yo, it's too early for me to meet you, Luffy. It's too early." So yeah. the war is over. We tend to our wounded. We 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 tend to our wounded. Collect our dead. Um, and then remember how I said there's one straw hat whose flashback we never got. Yeah. We never got Luffy's flashback. And now. Remember when Gear 2 gets debuted and Luffy says, I thought of a way to fight so that I don't have to lose anybody so no one has to go away ever again? We meet Sabo, Luffy's other brother. There were three brothers. Luffy is Luffy. Ace is already with Dadan. Ace wants nothing to do with Luffy. But Luffy keeps chasing after him. He's like, yo, we're going to be friends. And it's through Luffy that Ace learns that it's okay to live. Here's this yeah. kid that just loves him for him. And in the most brutal scene to date in One Piece, Luffy gets captured by these pirates that Ace and Sabo had been ripping off. And this dude puts on these spike gloves and he's just beating a six-year-old Luffy with spike gloves to the point where Luffy can't even cry anymore. And I'm like, yo, what? Honestly, I thought they were going to interrupt. But then it goes to the next panel yeah. and Luffy's busted. Yeah, it's like, like, what the hell? And he's like, I couldn't, I didn't talk. I didn't tell them. And Ace hey, is like, literally, why? He's like, because you're my friend. I ain't no snitch. Like, I like how Luffy's whole reasoning basically boils down to, I mean, I'm not a snitch. Right. But what's, what's even more crazy about that flashback this is only part of Luffy's flashback there was a time i forget where we were when luffy was like oh it's okay i'm used to being here grandpa used to throw me out in the jungle by myself all the time we didn't see that we saw luffy when he was being handed over mm -hmm. so that so before before that even happened luffy was he had his little gohan you out in the mountains you better hunt some dinosaurs by yourself arc and we still don't know what that was And we know, we see Garp took in Sabo, he took in Ace, he took in Luffy. 
And in that flashback, when they rescue Luffy, Blue Jam the Pirate gives a quote that sums up the tragedy of Ace perfectly. In battle, two types of people survive, the strong and the cowardly. The brave always die first. Oh my God, yes. Ace thought he was the strong. And against <laughs> Blue Jam, he was the strong. But young man, you are not the strong. You are the brave. Because <laughs> it was very brave of you to swing like that. Oh, it was very brave of you to turn around against the Admiral. Literally, why did you do that? Why? Why? Because if you think about it, right? The Admirals were supposed to be like the highest rank, right? Blackbeard, with all of the crazy power he did have and the ability to beat Ace, didn't even want to go to Impel Down without having access to it legally because he didn't want to have to deal with fighting the people that were there. Yeah. This is the man that shut you down when you showed up against him. That should have put into perspective the power level you were dealing with, but because he's hard-headed like his daddy, he didn't care. I mean, yes. Yeah. And like that's that's the tragedy of Ace. His inability to let shit go. It literally kills him. Um but what also spurs him and Luffy to both become pirates is Sabo is this he's a celestial dragon. Sabo's a celestial dragon. And which we're gonna talk about him, right? Um how he went on his little pirate ship talking about I'm gonna be a pirate. No, I'm sorry, dragon. I'm sorry. Sabo's not a celestial dragon. Sabo was a noble. He's Sabo just was rich. a he was he yeah. was just yeah, he was just a noble. Like, yeah, I'm I'm sitting here like, let me look through my notes. Child. No, 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 no. I, <laughs> no, he didn't, like, yeah. he, no, 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 he's just a, he's just a noble. He's just a noble. But and the dragons came that day to oh, oh my god. That's what it was. Like, the, 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 the celestial dragon showed up and burned Trash Village and shot his little pirate ship and killed Sabo. No, they didn't kill no Sabo. Get that shit out of here. All right, listen, I'm gonna tell you why they didn't kill Sabo. <laughs> How many other people have we seen get blown up on a ship? and reappear I'm nobody no death hit. nobody la, la, no la, death la, 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 la. remember la. him that nigga got blown oh. up on the ship and we thought he was gone only for him to turn up later so somebody ships blows up i don't know until we see a physical death is not death like ace like ace um. see just and I, if you would have been within reach, I would have. I know like, you would have. Why, why you that up? Like, why you keep? Why that was unnecessary? We were talking about Sabo. We know he did. Damn. So Luffy has lost both of his brothers, and so he thinks. <laughs> well, to him, he's lost both of his brothers. Yeah. Yeah. So that's real to him, and, and right now he's alienated from the crew. He Yo, he but that's what that's that that's the other thing he's alienated but that's what brings him back like mm -hmm. he's so lost in this i'm literally alone i'm by myself i lost my brother now i have no one but then he gets reminded what else do you have i have my crew and he that is, that's literally yeah. what snaps him back into reality because I, he was gone i love that scene with jimbei where he wake like yeah. the flashback ends. It's Luffy. It's Ace saying, "I'm never going to die," and Luffy saying, "I'm going to be king of the pirates." And the next panel is just Luffy saying, "I'm too weak." Mm -hmm. I'm like, "Fuck, man." Yeah, I was, I was. It was touching on for a moment there because you realize in that moment just how much trauma he's undergone in a short amount of time, like just how much he's had to worry about. Yeah, and he's self-harming. Like, 
one thing I will praise Naruto for, when Jiraiya died, Naruto's sad. Like, he's detached for at least two chapters. He doesn't talk to anybody. He's not trying to train. He's like, yo, my 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 surrogate father is dead. I don't want to do anything. He's not eating. He's depressed. I'm like, yo, this is actually really good. This is a really great character moment. When Ace dies, Luffy, he's sad. He, there's no Super Saiyan moment. There's no I have a new power to save the day. It's nah, my brother's dead. And then he wakes up. Like he wakes up and says, Yo, was it all a bad dream? No, Ace is dead. I'm too weak. And he starts self-harming. And then Jimbei's like, dude, you're gonna kill yourself. He's like, I don't care. I'm too weak to save anything. And then Jimbei, like you said, Jimbei says, You have to remember what you still have. Right now you're trapped in a cage of your own loneliness, surrounded by your failures, but you have to remember what you still have. And he just holds out his fingers. But he says, I have my crew. Speaking of the crew, let's check in on the crew. How is the crew doing? <laughs> Yo! <laughs> All right. I'm going to be honest. I love how they're separated. And I love, aside from Robin, because we're going to talk about that, but I love where everybody ended up at. Same. I love where everybody ended up at. So remember when Kuma shows up on Thriller Bark and he talks to Perona and he says, where would you like to go? And Perona says, oh, someplace spooky with a castle. Yeah. I mean, he sent her someplace spooky with a castle. (laughs) All right, you know, fuck it. Let's start with Zoro. Zoro gets sent to Mihawk's Island. Uh, Which at the time is empty because Mihawk is on duty. Right. I love when Mihawk gets back and he sees Zoro. (laughs) Zoro's not even trying to fight. Zoro's like, man, whatever. All right, cool. This your island? I guess. Okay. Help me get out of here. <laughs> Did you come here to fight me? Nope. I'm not that stupid. But just help me get out of here. Um, but then they all hear the news about Ace dying. And I love how each crew member reacts. They all react badly, but they each have a different reaction, right? Nami's is pure sorrow. Because Nami knows what it's like to lose a family member in front of you. Her mother was killed in front of her. Chopper's is empathy. I know what it's like to be alone. Frankie, I know what it's like to fail protecting somebody. Oh my god. Oh damn, I didn't even think about that from Frankie's perspective. Frankie failed to protect Tom. He failed. And he, San- oh my God. Sanji, I know what it's like to have people you love sacrifice for you. Zef gave up his dreams for Sanji. Literally. Like oh each God. straw hat reacts in a way, like they all look at Luffy like, yo, and we weren't there for you. Yeah. And so they're all trying but to I get to. But I love how they all, yeah, I love how they all freak out and they're like, we got to get to Luffy. Like immediately. Cause like we, yeah. we need, we, He's going to lose it. Family. Yeah, yeah he's going to lose it. And we need to be there. And then Luffy with Rayleigh and Jimbei send the message out to the world, well, to the crew. We're not ready. If there's one thing Marine Ford show, and I like Rayleigh shows up, he's like, yo, all right, you're going to get your crew back together. And then what? You're going to get your ass kicked again. Again. You're not ready. But you can be ready. 
But I love how the war humbled him to the point where he wasn't just like, hey, it's okay, I'm going to go anyway, even though I'm not ready. He was like, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm not ready. Yeah. And, and he needed that because up to this point, he had gotten by by just having the most heart. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't even having the most heart. It and the crew to help him. Had Zoro not been there, he'd have been dead probably three arcs ago. Like, he Had struggled not, against Gecko Moria. We see how- he didn't. He didn't even struggle. He lost. And he we saw lost. how much of a joke Gecko Moria is in the grand scheme of things. And he yeah. struggled with Gecko Moria. Oh no, these are not the problems you want, young man. So all the straw hats decide to train where they are. I want to focus on Zoro because I think he had the best moment. He's with Mihawk, head bowed, saying, help me. And Mihawk's like, yo, I'm disappointed in you. I thought you would actually, you know, be someone that would challenge me. But you're bowing your head, begging me for help. You couldn't beat the baboons outside. And now you're coming here asking me to help you. You're hopeless. And then Zoro says, no, you're wrong. I beat all the baboons. You're the only person left here to beat. But I'm not so arrogant as to think that I that the way I am now, I can defeat you. And so Mihawk's like, all right, I'm confused. What is your objective here? I'm going to kill you. And that's when it clicks to Mihawk. He's like, oh, I get it. You're not doing this for yourself. You're doing this for Luffy. And Mihawk agrees to train him. I love that moment. It's so small in the grand scheme of things. But I love it because it's Mihawk recognizing that Zoro is putting his pride aside for his captain. Right. Not only that, but he saw how Whitebeard responded to Luffy at the fight. Because he also was there. That. Right. And well, also understanding that, hey, even if I'm not going to directly help or guide they already i feel like there was already that moment of recognition for zoro's potential when they did have that fight where zoro was like nah like yeah you strong but i'm gonna fight you (laughs) i'm gonna keep fighting you like you know he's like and if i'm alive i'm gonna keep fighting you and no i'm not gonna run away so okay i guess you're either gonna have to kill me or not so I feel like it's recognizing that and seeing all of that stuff play out on the battlefield, it's, it is, I feel like, the passing of the torch in a lot of different ways. It's like everybody's going to do it in their own way. And I feel like in this way, he gets to help cultivate that, that potential that he saw. But also, he knows that he's not really doing anything to move shit forward. He's just showing up all over. You know what I'm saying? He's he's doing the least as a warlord. I'm just here so I won't get fined. Literally. Facts. But this is an opportunity for him to actually have a stake in it. Because the one thing we don't know about Mihawk so far is whether or not he has had these kinds of bonds and relationships. So we come from a situation where we see pretty much an entire war come to a head. Because Whitebeard showed up. Because... His adopted son was in danger and he put everything on the line to be like, yeah, my son is dead. So his brother, that little kid right there, yeah, it's all riding on him. So y'all could kill me if you want. 
but I've done what I needed to do. The one piece is out there. Go get the treasure. Go live in a better world than the world that we have now. And I think for a lot of the people on the battlefield, whether or not they want that world for themselves is not even the point. But they want that hope and they want that to exist for the next generation of pirates because I'm sure as a warlord, he understands that like, yo, this is not the way shit should be. Like, he's very, very acutely aware of the the political and the power structure of the world. But we don't even know. Uh, that's the other thing. We don't even know why Mihawk's a warlord in the first place. We don't, but that's what I'm we, saying. We don't we know only, really about him. Exactly. The only thing we know is that he rides around in his little raft where he wants and floats around. With the big-ass sword, and he be showing up everywhere. There's Just, some juicy news going down. Anything right. Juicy, he always there. He got Like how? I think that's 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 a common trait though within the, most of the warlords, if not all of them. Mm-hmm. We don't know most of their intentions. The only one we knew was Blackbeard, yeah, and Crocodile, and they did what they came to do and left. Yep. <laughs> they sure did. <laughs> Everybody else like, just, is just kind of here. It's almost like the warlord system is a flawed system. It's almost oh, like no. maybe you shouldn't be recruiting pirates and giving them government funds <laughs> to do whatever they want. But also, I feel like, yeah, there's going to be people who have ulterior motives, but I feel like there's also going to be those who I'm right now projecting that Mihawk is one of these, where he understands if he doesn't do that job, if he doesn't fill that role, somebody, somebody else, else is going to. And yeah. that, the person who may be replacing him, like we were talking about, you know, pulling the Jenga, the whole Jenga tower down. We don't know, or he doesn't want to take the risk of who might replace him, having yeah. access to that power, having access to that level of mobility, having access to that knowledge base. Because, I mean, the warlords, they meet, they be having their little gossip sessions, they be knowing what's True. going on. They group chat, they know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, so for me, right now, I'm projecting that he's just a person where it's like, I'm... I'll take the I'm fall as the, the bad guy. Yeah, like, I'm not yeah. the best person, but also... I much it's better than be who else warlord. y'all would get yeah. in here. Yeah, I'm not more these niggas. As a warlord, yeah, more <laughs> as a warlord being kind of, I'm just here so I don't get fined, versus me being an amazing pirate. Yeah, he's yeah. kind of like Ice Ice Man. What's his name again? Uh, Kuzan Aokiji. No, his name is Ice Ice Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yes. yes, he is literally that, and he didn't even he he literally after the war he was like, all right, it's so like you know he they're gonna promote you to admiral right (laughs) you know that right like you have to take the there's no one else you've already been not you didn't even need to put in you didn't even need to put quest i mean we'll see that i mean there's three candidates right you have to promote one of your admirals it's either going to be aokiji kizuru or aokainu aokainu he need to go. Nope. Somebody needs, needs to, to take him out. I need him to roll up. Who was that? Well, that was the other thing. So all those pirates that came to help the Whitebeard pirates, right? As soon as Whitebeard told them to leave, like, they dipped. They didn't even second guess. They just left. And or not, was it Whitebeard that told them to leave? Or was it them just no, running the, around? So those were all the Whitebeard pirates. Yeah. He showed up with his whole squad. Whole squad ready. So then, all those people we saw after the fact, the soup like that the supernovas, went back to the red line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those were they weren't even there. Mm-mm. 
Where was y'all niggas at when we were shooting in the gym? Why weren't you there? They had their own business to take care of. Bruh, I don't know. No. You know what? I, I can't even say no because, again, Whitebeard was only one of the of the four. So it's like other people got shit to do. I guess. Wait until you meet the yeah. other two. Oh, my I'm God. Up. I'm upset. I'm upset. Had had literally had they not just done what Doflamingo did? Hey, you want to team up real quick? Like it don't even got to be for real, for real. I'll even give you some of my land. I just need you to roll squad with me real quick, so we can show up here and I can get my son, and then we can leave. Hold that thought. Actually, I want you it to put a been, pin in that. It would have been that simple. It would have been that simple. Like, unless he did ask and niggas was just like, no. Well, no. I don't think they was going to say yes. Well, here's the thing. Even if they had said yes, who of who among them would have actually made a difference? Mm. They couldn't beat a single pacifista. The Navy showed up with an army of them. Wait, the other the other uh, four emperors couldn't? Oh, no. The emperors all hate each other. Yeah. The only one that the only one that might have helped was Shanks, but Shanks was Shanks, trying to tell him, was... "Hey, you don't want to do this. <laughs> Please don't do this." Is that wait? Wait, okay. So when Shanks was fighting, was he fighting because he went to ask for help, and or were they Shank... were fighting for different reasons? Shanks was fighting Kaido because Kaido wanted to show up to Marineford to kill Whitebeard. He should have let him show up. He should have let him show up, and then just came up and was like monitoring from the side. I don't. I like, don't think you understand. If Kaido had showed up, it would have been all the way bad. It would have okay, been but listen, all the I, way bad. I'm just saying, FF3. like, it wouldn't, have, it, it wouldn't have turned into two sides. It would have been every man for themselves. It would have been act. No, the, if he had showed up, no, it would have been Acnologia. Right? Here's the thing, right? Okay, if it was Acnologia at the end of the day, basically. <laughs> but here's the thing: Whitebeard died anyway. He yes. died anyway. Ace also died anyway. If Kaido showed up, everybody. If Kaido dies. had showed up, he could have took everybody else out. No, I would have been happy. No, no, with no. That. I don't think you understand. He wouldn't have just killed the Navy. He would have yeah, killed he Luffy. Killed, he would have yeah, killed Marco. Everyone. He would have killed Vit. He would have killed everyone. Yeah. Ka- the thing that like they ain't got no friends. Like nobody no. friends for real. No, no, they hate each other. And when you find out why they hate each other, you're like, okay, no, this makes sense. I understand. But even then, though, like, wouldn't they have got wind of what was going on and been like, oh, yo, this is my time. Let me go kill Whitebeard real quick. Yeah. And try that's to what, use that opportunity. That's what Kaido tried to do. But Shanks was like, no. So what about the other one? Good question. What was Big Mom doing during this time? Mm-hmm. That's a very good question. I'm glad you asked that question. <laughs> See, thanks mm. for the question. Glad you mm. asked it. He's not gonna answer. He's not gonna. Answer. He gonna kiki and sit there and mm-hmm. be by himself. I'm surprised Listen. he didn't turn the camera on to smirk. Uh, honestly, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> but uh, I, can't, I can't think of a reason that they would all be in the same place if it, if it wasn't to expressly try to kill each other. Yes. So there would be no reason for them to actually work together. The the thing that got spoiled for me about Kaido, I don't want him anywhere near Luffy. I don't want him any. <laughs> I don't want him anywhere near any of the people I like. 
Kaido's a bad man. He's, but here's the thing, right? Okay, guy. so he he's, he's bad man. He bad man, whatever. Okay, I guess he kind of bad. But... No, baby, not kind like, of. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the thing. He... I just, I don't understand. So Shanks really is just... He, he yes. Is just no, yes, yeah, Shanks is that... Top Kaido. Shanks is that and nigga. Shanks is like, that oh, nigga. Shanks rolled up and was like, are you going to come help or are you going to come and try and kill him? No, I'm going to come try to kill him. All right, bet. Let me handle this real quick. And then I'm going to just go, I guess, see if I can help. Yes. Yeah. But like that ass. <laughs> but also, this makes me terrified because Shanks was like, yo, we don't want any of these Blackbeard problems. Please don't fight Blackbeard. What the hell is Blackbeard? What is he now? Now he's, we really shouldn't be messing with him. Y'all shouldn't have been messing with him from the jump. He got the dark, dark fruit, whatever his shit was called, dark abyss, into the unknown. Uh-uh. That was already an issue from the jump. And now he has the crack, crack power too. I don't like it. He can nullify your devil fruit ability and he can literally crack the world. Good luck, everybody. But even it's still. Good luck, everybody. Yeah, even still, Alkainu pulled up and he was like, I don't want these problems, actually. <laughs> and what's crazy is, and, and, and again, this was another one of those sweet, bittersweet victories where the people in the outside were like, yes, he did. And then Blackbeard shows up on camera talking about some, bitch, it's me now. This is my era. Y'all thought Whitebeard was bad? Ha ha ha. Joke's on you. Wait till I get to your land. Which and then everybody got real quiet. If anyone was going to take Whitebeard's place, it would be somebody that has intimate knowledge of his territory because he worked with him. Literally was on the ship. Yes. Has uh, all the connects, knows all the people. He's such a rest. traitor. He's like he's like a pirate, but like not living through the pirate's code. Like yeah, he, he's no, a he pirate no that doesn't have the moral code. So he he's, has to go. He's stringer bell. He has no code. None at like, all. Like, I don't like that. Like, no. even the worst of the worst, like, even Crocodile, even Buggy. Crocodile got a code. Into, they got a code. This Do man has no code. Doflamingo has a code. Yes. And that nigga's crazy. You have no idea. Okay, so I have a question, though, right? <laughs> what up? What up? It's about devil fruits. Yes. Because I was talking to my other friend, Jesse, who's also taking a ride because he's a huge one piece fan also and i was like oh, i must be a justin thing so <laughs> he was like have you been paying attention to the devil fruits and i'm like what you mean <laughs> and, and he was like you know we don't see a lot of people obtain devil fruits right like it's not a thing that we see a lot and i was like yeah mm -hmm. right. so um I was thinking I have here in my notes, right? Because we don't, the devil fruits, they be kind of, it's very unique. And it don't, even though there are a lot of pirates that have them, it doesn't really seem like, you know, the pirates in comparison to like the actual population, like it's a very small amount. Right? Yep. So like, what happens if you have a devil fruit, but then like you're unalive? That is a Does very fruit, good question. The fruit just goes back out and floats around, right? It has to. Because otherwise well, the fruits like, would all have been gone by now. Something happens unless, to the unless fruit. There's just, unless there's just just like a tree just creating the fruits and the fruit goes away right, and then the fruit reappears at the tree. I was like, where 
where exactly honestly that's a good question where are the fruits even coming from in the first place why is it a fruit why is it not a seed why is it not a this that in order for it to be a fruit it has to grow stem from something else like a tree or i will say i will tell you this you're going to get an answer for what exactly happens when someone with a devil fruit dies not in the next arc but in the one after that they tell okay, you exactly so what happened. I have a follow-up question. I have a follow-up question. Okay. Um, so you cannot pass on your devil fruit power via, like, children, right? Nope. That's not a thing. Okay. So can you have multiple devil fruits or can you switch out your devil fruit? Like, mm-hmm. say, for instance, you, you know what I'm saying, you got sand powers, and then you see the ice ice fruit, and you're like, hey, yo, that's more in line with my personality. Like, I would like that instead. Like, can you, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, just like... You're not supposed bear, bear, to be able to. If a normal person oh, eats okay. two devil fruits, they die. Mm. If a nor Okay, so, okay, the way that you said that, though... Right. What about the special little hockey hockey people? To the rule. So are we going to see people that are exceptions to that rule? We've met one. In the 1,000 chapters of One Piece, we've only met one exception to the rule. Teach. Teach has two devil fruits. He's got, his, he's got his devil fruit and he's got white beards. All right, but when see, we're done recording, I'll tell yeah. you what I think is up with Teach. I also okay, would okay, like so, to. No, hold on. Let me just, I'm going to ask it here. I'm not going to ask it in, in, in the closing. <laughs> is teach like other dude that that has like some augmentations nope he's and just a regular regular human would the augmentations help you with that nope okay well you know it was worth a damn ass hold on so <laughs> like i'm going through I, but i do i do want to talk about that afterwards too because i don't want to say anything until yeah, we get like, to that arc because yeah. it it's highly it's 100 percent speculative and yeah. i don't i don't know maybe i'll i'll, I'll keep the recording running maybe I'll, I'll throw it on patreon or something but last okay. thing because you brought up hockey we're introduced like we finally get a definition for the hockey power system oh yeah oda is a, the... hmm? a madman we've yeah. seen hockey from day one yeah when mm-hmm. shanks With stares shanks. at the lord of the coast that's conqueror's hockey when Inaru can predict people's movements and hear their heartbeats, that's observation hockey. When Rayleigh when Luffy... dropped all the people at the Celestial Dragon auction. That was Conqueror's <laughs> hockey. When yeah. Luffy couldn't touch the samurai, that was armament hockey. We've already seen all three types of hockey in use before. But now it just has context and it makes sense. Yeah. It recontextualizes everything that we knew before. Mantra is just observation hockey. Which so everybody just call it something can, different. Everybody can learn hockey though. N- is it everyone can every- learn every- it? Right? It's it's like, like think it's of it. Accessible. All right, think of armament mm-hmm. hockey and observation hockey as calculus. Everybody can learn it, but is everybody gonna be good at it? Right, mm. right. Right? Like you may like anyone can learn observation hockey, anyone can learn armament hockey. Do you have the aptitude to use it? That's another question. That's different. Got That's you. like what the 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 uh, people from the what was the Amazon Lily and they were like yeah, look at you fucking all, plebeians y'all don't they, even know how to use this shit so, everybody okay. should be allowed to but because you don't understand you don't know how to do it yeah you don't know let's what to recontextualize do. something else Amazon Lily 
they covered all of their weapons in armament hockey and they turned black yes yes and that's what we were talking about at the end of our last recording well Mm -hmm. off off uh recording we were talking about that because i I wanted to make sure that we got that one after we we learned what hockey was mihawk sword is black yes is he just constantly coating his sword in armament hockey but no 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 because were that the case then when he chopped up uh what's his face um buggy it should have affected him but it didn't unless like the admiral turned it off buggy okay just or having... unless buggy was using hockey and didn't know now you're getting it oh no because that's the that's literally the only way because luffy yeah. was struck before with weapons that had the hockey around it and he was like oh shoot i'm rubber you shouldn't be able to hurt me and they were like you fucking pleb you don't know what's going on but that's all right i don't have time to explain to you well, so even, if that same if that same thing were to apply to Buggy, then even though he has the chop chop fruit, he should have still been hit. His fruit should have been nullified. Unless he unless he was in s- unless he was in the fight or flight mode, or he just knew and did it anyway and just doesn't tell people he knows how to use hockey. Yeah. But I feel like it was more of that because they were saying hockey gets initialized by the, or like it gets activated from that fight or flight feeling. Yeah. That's well, when it, it 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 starts working. Well, also, Buggy ran with Gold Roger. True. He probably knows a whole bunch more that he just doesn't. And he said that before. He was like, listen, all that shit is true, but like, don't be talking. Why are you so loud? Like, yeah. shush. Why are you, why are you putting our don't be telling my business like that. Mm-hmm. So we, we now have a sort of the new power system alongside Devil Fruits. And we also, have to, we also see how they play next to each other. The Logia Admirals were getting hit with armament hockey, but they were using their own observation hockey to morph their bodies to avoid the hits. Mm. Which, good luck, everybody. This is the kind of caliber person we're going to be fighting in the future. I Like, I don't even want it. <laughs> is it what possible d- to use multiple hockey at the same time? Yes. Are you not supposed to be able to do it? You can? Ooh, you can? Yes. Oh, that- that's very rude. My favorite... Well, my, my Hero Academia, one of my favorite lines from All Might. You working together was not the goal. It was a prerequisite. Yeah, you're going to have to learn how to do that in the new world. You can't survive it's otherwise. Like, it's, like, it's like Nen. It's like when, in Hunter x yes. Hunter when they're, when they're yes. fighting. And then all of a sudden they get to the tower. Like, oh, what is this power that they're, they're like, bitch, y'all can't even get to this floor yet. You don't know how to use Nen? Oh, and see, yeah, y'all not going to survive. It makes sense that as we go along, we see more and more of these people because I don't need to know how to use hockey in the East Blue. I don't need to know how to use it it in the Grand Line. So then why is it that you need to know how to use hockey on Amazon? Why did they need to know how to do that? Because Boa Hancock was so traumatized by her experiences with the Celestial Dragon. She said, I will never feel this way. Yeah, but also they were coming into contact with the Celestial Dragons. I feel like when you have like such an existential threat, mm-hmm. it's different. When they're just pirates fighting other pirates, it's just like, okay, we all have devil fruit. Like, I'll fight you that way. Right. But when it's a step above it, it's like, um, y'all ain't got no extra spice for this because... No, a- Amazon Lily, the entirety of Amazon Lily's culture is a trauma response. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so sad. It is. Men are terrible. I didn't even think about that. Men yeah. are terrible. Yeah. 
But okay, so and this is kind of like backtracking a lot. We, we were talking about the devil, and so not a whole bunch of people have them. When we shanks, he had the the gum gum fruit, right? Why he mm-hmm. had that one in specific? Why did he keep that? Why is it that pirates are always carrying these around, but they're never selling them because they're not stupid. They just have them on de- Like, why do you just keep it there? Why do they do that? Is there a reason? Uh, I assume it's kind of like this is something that's not it's not easily found and one you don't want just anybody to have it so you know i'm strong enough to keep it safe but also maybe i'll come into contact with somebody who i feel like can inherit it in a way like you know it's the same thing with like any kind of like weapon like you have a so they just hold on to it you think yeah a high grade weapon you're not just gonna be like Ooh, I'm gonna give it away, you know, like the cursed sword, like something like that. I mean, you're just not gonna oh. you're just not gonna be like, ooh, you need a sword, you can have it. You're gonna wait for somebody that you feel like can actually wield it. Hold that it. actually respects I... it. And, you know, to a point, also somebody that aligns with your ideals a little bit, because you just don't want to give it to anybody. At least that's what I would think. But that's the thing, because like Shanks isn't the only person that done that. Whitebeard did it. Yeah. Well, Why also, unless you know exactly what fruit you're getting, you could get a really whack power. Like, you could get a jacket fruit that turns you into a jacket. Damn. <laughs> That's some shit I would get. Come on, jacket, jacket fruit. Yeah. An actual devil fruit, by the way. Every time you see me. No, that <laughs> is an actual. It, it turns you into it, a jacket. Oh, my God. No, it turns you into a jacket. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, okay, so how do people know what these fruits are? They don't. You unless. Don't, so you think it. Unless you're Blackbeard and you have access to that encyclopedia created by Dr. Vegapunk. Dr. Who? The man who created Kuma. Yeah, the one who did that. Oh, the mad science man. Mm-hmm. That made him a robot? Where Frankie Why ended up. That's Why a very good that? question. I mean, Thank if he's you. good enough to make people into half robots, then hey. No, no, no. Half robot, that's, you know, that's child's play. I'm talking about you know what's in the fruit. He has catalogued, catalogued every devil fruit. How no. That's also a good question. He's probably as old as that raggedy old lady from the Iceland. Right. Because she probably know about the fruits, too. She when Chopper ate that fruit, she was like, "Oh, he ate the human human fruit." Bitch, how do you know the name of that? <laughs> how do you know? Now you're getting it. Now uh-uh, you're getting it. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. Uh uh-uh. uh. Well, we have hit the time skip. Two years later, we will reconvene. All right, you're you're halfway through. Before we get out of here, Asia, I'll start with you. What do you think, and did you think you would be here today? Uh, let me let me get closer to the mic. No, <laughs> I did not think I would be here today. Um, I did start off liking it early, but I was still like, man, ain't nobody reading no goddamn 10,000 chapters of this bullshit. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I really thought that, you know, uh, I was going to need to step away from it for longer than I've been away from it. But it's been really, really good. Um, yeah, I might be an Oda fangirl. I really, really do enjoy the story. And even though my heart is still very, very broken right now, 
I am very much ready to see the crew back together and, you know, with their own individual lessons learned so that, you know, they have their own, their own individual growth and then come together. But yeah, happy to be here. Happy to be here. And wait, as you revisit the series and jog your mind, how, how has this journey been for you? All right, so uh, fuck that nigga over Um, Yep. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. I wasn't invested. I'm going to be honest. I wasn't invested. It took me longer to get in. Like, a lot of people get stuck at Arlong. I wasn't really a fan until Alabasta. When Alabasta happened, I was like, all right, bet. You know, we kind of here, I guess. It's cool. And then this happened, and now I'm stuck. And it, I, I feel bad because, like, I should have been hooked earlier than I was, but this like solidified, like, ain't no way. Like, I can't go anywhere now. I like, I have to be here. Like, y'all got me. I literally have to be here. I don't even want to be here anymore, for real. For real, you done took half the people I like. But I'm here, I guess. I want to get with a hug. She's so down bad. I'm so sad. I have not touched again. This was worse than the Acnologia snap. I was, I, I, I have not touched it since then. And I read the entire war in one day. I stayed up and read the whole thing because I couldn't stop reading. No, and I, I haven't it. touched it. I was very emotional. Like yes. I was, I was stopping every few pages, like breathing, doing. Girl, yogurt. I couldn't even. I, my, I held my breath the whole time. And I was telling Justin uh, before we started, I was like, this is the first time that we've gone through an arc that is so obviously heavy and dense and important. And I could only stand to read it once. Yeah, I'm not reading this shit again. I couldn't even watch it. I, I couldn't even watch to, it. But I, I, I can't right now. I Justin, can't. you're you brave. Back. I don't know how you did this. And it still hurts. Like, it's like yeah. I read this 10 years ago and it still hurts. Like when I just read it for the first time dude and w what makes me more upset is i feel like i got played i've been played by the masses because do you know how many photos of art of an art of ace and homies and right. everybody together i've seen y'all are fucking high. liars you're all liars i can't trust anything that y'all do because y'all just out here drawing whatever knowing that nigga was not alive and you did it anyway it's spray paint on t-shirts with the audacity all I have to say is, even though I'm so worthless, even though I carry the blood of a demon, thank you for loving me. Bitch. <laughs> we'll be here Fishman, next week, <laughs> Fishman Island, chapters 598 to 653. Let's go to Fishman Island. Let's, Ooh, let's learn go about Black People Arc. Yes. Is it Black People for real? Yes, it's Black People arc. I mean, Fisher Black Tiger's basically people. Nat Turner, mm, 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 so. Mm. Kind of, but not really, but kind of. It, it's weird. I'll take it. It's weird. Uh, but Fishman Island, here we go. Let's see what the new world has to offer. Oh, my God. We it are. Be good. It better be good. They better soothe my heart. Oh my Do God! With me. We have five more arcs remaining. What? What mm -mm. you mean? Five more arcs? Fishman Island, Punk Hazard, 
Dress Rosa, Whole Cake Island, Wano. I heard Wano though, and Dress Rosa was long as fuck though. Wano is damn near a hundred chapters, and Dress Rosa is a yeah. hundred chapters. So we're breaking yeah. we're breaking Dress Rosa up into two parts. I'll, okay. It's gonna be lead up to Dress Rosa, and then the fight because that fight is long as fuck. But it's yeah. not like Dragon Ball Z long. It's One Piece long, and you know when One Piece fights are long, it's because everybody's yeah. doing everything. Yeah, everybody's fighting. <laughs> yes, every everybody's scrapping. Um, <sighs> Whole Cake Island also a hundred chapters long, but it's. Oh, that's Whole Cake Island has the second saddest panel in all of One Piece. Oh, great, love that. Yeah, just... not the moment. Not the the moment itself is like kind of sad. But it's just the way the panel is drawn is super sad. Wano has the most sadistic moment ever drawn. I haven't felt this way since I finished the first chapter of Promise Neverland. Ooh, wow. Okay, I have a question. How close are we to Sanji's breaking point? Whole Cake Island. Okay, so we have a See little that? bit. <clears throat> okay. First of all, Whole Cake Island is under the four emperors. That's there, that block. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Like yeah, wait, hold on. Where's that little map? Where the mappy map? Hold up. Where is it? Oh, it's I'm somewhere in the that. new world. Yes, it's yeah, in the new I'm world. Just looking at the um where the saga is, like how they get broken up. Yep, we are we are entering the Four Emperor saga. Let's go. Yeah, that I'm scared. You I, should be. I too am scared. I'm scared. You should be. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> night.